This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up. Catch-Up for us on Monday's show. And if you've come across us accidentally, welcome. Welcome. I don't know how you would, though. Uh, Fairly intentional. Or do you think that we could accidentally come on if someone, uh, like, you know, they finish a podcast and it rolls into another? Does that happen? You'd have to have us already downloaded, though. Would you? Yeah. Or in your library or something. Hmm. Do you think our podcast has ever started playing because someone had like a computer virus? <laughs> what do you mean? Someone's got a virus that makes this podcast play? No, not our, not necessarily. But like their computer freaks out and like you know the hit tab might be open because they're entering a competition and then so it just like follows a bunch of links and out we start playing in the background. No, I don't think it's ever happened. Hmm. I should, don't think it's what viruses do. We should I think figure out how to random links. Oh, I, when I was in either late high school or early uni, I wanted to learn how to make viruses mm. on my computer. Cool. And I figured out it was to do something called an email bomb. I think I've heard of that. that. Yeah. Uh, I learned it from, I saw it in the fourth Die Hard movie. <laughs> the one with Justin Long in the it. The best one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it might be the third, hard to say. Uh, I think it might be the third. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he sends an email and when you click, when you open the email, there's a file in it that sets this like thing in motion on your computer where it like just opens a bunch of spam windows and it just doesn't stop. Yeah, it, it keeps creating files, doesn't it? And then copies the files and just completely fills up yeah. your hard drive, right? Yeah, and then, well, it doesn't fill up the hard drive necessarily. I think it fills up, or maybe it does technically. Yeah. It does something to the RAM in the computer because it makes your computer just like keep opening up. What I sent was like, you know, like porn and like erection <laughs> pills and stuff. Yeah. So I figured out how to, but the thing is I never sent it to anyone. I just wanted, it was just an interesting thing to better know how to do. Right. It's you like, made that, you made a, a porn virus bomb. Yeah. You're a weird dude. That's not normal. <laughs> That's interesting. It just teaches yourself some skills, isn't it? But why do you have to put the porn stuff in I didn't in there? start with porn, but I just had, I had a file for everything, for every occasion. You had a file for... Yeah. Depends on, you know, what the, the client wanted. The cl- you're for hire. Virus Maybe. for hire, man. I could make you a virus. I'm not saying I would. I'm against cyber terrorism. I don't think it counts as terrorism. It's uh, a cyber, cyber attack. Annoying. It's a cyber attack. It's yeah. a cyber inconvenience. Mm, mm. Much like this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> on today's show, <laughs> Yeah. Not inconvenient. Actually, very convenient. We had a man come forward with some information that would help solve a mystery that we spoke about on last week's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to the bottom of it today. Mysterious portrait of a man has appeared. I've uh, been there for a while, actually, in my building. Just like a framed photo of a guy is hanging in the stairwell that's largely abandoned. There's nothing else hanging up. It's a fire exit. Yeah. There's nothing else in there. Not even like warning signs, really. And there's this picture. It's weird. It's bizarre. Don't, don't know who it is, but we had someone come forward and yeah. say, hey, I reckon I know who it is. Check it out on the gram at HitCQ. Also, Nick, uh, how teenagers on the internet are taking down the President of the United States. Ah, email bombs. Uh, in the same vein. It's a cyber-related thing. Cyber attack? Not an attack. More a cyber... Cyber inconvenience. It's a cy- it is genuinely a cyber inconvenience. So I told you to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, sure. Just when you thought it wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. here I come, proving it all right. Uh, also on today's show, Hato, one central Queensland town might be a little bit naughtier than we think. Right. I've got some stats for you that show how uh, one of the cities out here in CQ yeah. has been misbehaving during isolation. Right. And it'll make you think twice about your husband or wife. Okay, well, we'll get into that right now. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. If you live in Rockhampton, I've got some bad news for you. Mm-hmm. Your husband or wife might be cheating on you. Okay. That's according to some alarming statistics revealed by the uh, popular slash unpopular website Ashley Madison. I'm looking for someone other than my wife. I have this jingle. Other than my wife. It's a. Ashley Madison. 
sort of a dating website where it specialises in extramarital affairs. You sign up and you can meet someone who's also looking to cheat on their partner. <laughs> it's just so... It's crazy that this is just allowed to be around. The, the internet's just like a wild west. They do whatever. advertise on TV and everything, yeah. and they've recently released some statistics uh, to say that, you know what, during coronavirus, during isolation, yeah. that their numbers have skyrocketed. That's not a surprise to anyone. In terms of people... I don't uh, think. You know, signing up for the website. Now, get this. On yeah. uh, but prior to coronavirus, they had about fifteen and a half thousand people every mm. day signing up for this service. Fifteen thousand new people a day. Across the entire world, fifteen and a half thousand people wanted to have an affair. Every day. Every day. Jeez. Okay. And then during coronavirus, about eighteen and a half thousand. Oh god. Wow. All Which, right. you know, is a, a fair uptick and uh the website Ashley Madison, they've released their top 10 towns that have uh, had the most sign-ups, most activity okay. since then. And Rockhampton makes the top 10. They come in at oh, nine. At number nine. So we're just squeezing in. With the ninth, ninth most uh, unfaithful city. In Australia. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. How do, do we have a number? Like, do we have a, how many members live in Rocky? No, they're, very, they're nice enough to not reveal that yeah. exact thing. Because if they said, like, you know, 500, you know, people mm. were signing up in Rocky. Yeah. You know, you'd be. That's a very high number. You'd yeah, be walking in the street, looking like, around, being like, "Is it you? Is it like you? Is it almost you? a one in one hundred chance that that person might have signed up." For uh, it. Uh. Um, top couple of the other cities they've got in there. Uh, all the big cities across the country are actually like very low on the list. Okay, Melbourne, Perth, Sydney, Hobart, Brisbane. They're all uh, twenty three to sixteen, respectively. Huh? They're all very low. So it must be percentage wise then. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's, I think it's like pure numbers in terms of. The uptick since coronavirus. Right. Okay. One of the uh, the head honchos of the uh, of the website. His name's Paul Keeble. He's the chief strategy officer. Mm. Has said that it actually uh, signing up for the website actually Madison might actually save your marriage. So mm. I don't know about that one. Paul. I don't reckon. I reckon it's the opposite. He uh, says with divorce rates reported to have increased in countries that initiated uh, that have initiated their reopening, uh. we're providing a service and alternative pathway to coping with difficult marriages. Oh, God. So he's like, Instead you know of- what? Don't divorce, uh, find someone else for a little bit, yeah. and then get back on the straight and narrow. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Your top Ash- three, Mr. Ashley Madison. Your top three websites, uh, top three uh, cities, rather. Oh, yeah. Newcastle in New South Wales. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, number three. Number three. You've got two, which is Coffs Harbour, also in New South Wales. Uh-huh. Also in New South Wales, so the top three, the most unfaithful <laughs> state in the country, yeah. is Albury uh, slash Albury Wodonga. Yeah. Which sits right on the border, sort of between Victoria and New South Wales. Right. What's there's no numbers attached to this, are there? So there's no. not. Okay. But if you now that you can start start having mm. weddings with more people now, yeah, across the state, if your new wife or husband mm. is suggesting Albury Wodonga <laughs> as a honeymoon destination, <laughs> might be worth reconsidering. Instagram, Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Just need a little guts, that's all. Please don't let today be Monday. I'm going to bed. Gar feeling it out. Going to nap all day tomorrow. It's the worst game on radio, Gar feeling it out. Nick, you think you know Garfield so well because you've read 40 years worth of Garfield comics. That's correct. I know him better than he knows himself. Yes, you would spend all day at lunchtimes just reading the books by yourself. Not true. Uh, and now you think you know how he would react in any situation. I can tell you what his punchline joke could be. Mm-hmm. You tell me the f- how it starts, I know how it ends. Well, let's uh, let's put your money where your mouth is. Do you want to hear today's Garfield comic? Are we betting money on this now? <laughs> we could. I would That's make a not. lot of money. Because <laughs> you always lose. Uh, let's just... I got pretty close last week. Doesn't... Who cares if you get close? I it doesn't care. matter. Let's get into it this week. Okay. 
Uh, now, I don't know if you know this. I, I assume you do know this because you're a huge Garfield fan, but it's Garfield's birthday. Of course it is. Uh, the 19th of June was his birthday. So it was a few days ago. Yeah, no, we uh, sent him send him a card. But yeah, what'd you say? Just happy birthday. Yep, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first panel is him saying, this is my best birthday ever. Mm. It's just him alone looking at the camera. He does love being by oh, himself. Looking at the reader, I should say. Second panel is him not saying anything, just thinking. He's like, ooh, actually, oh, hang on. But he's just saying that with his face, right? Yeah. Third panel is him looking a bit sad. Not sad, but a bit more like defeated. A bit like, ugh, ugh. God. Right? And what does he say there? <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one. <laughs> you really have literally nothing to go on here. Can you give me one clue? He says, this is my best, best birthday ever. Looks defeated, mm. looks sad. And then... Mm. Does he is, um, it, is his punchline long or short? Uh, it's how many nine words? words? Nine words. Uh, Sorry, eight words. My, eight my, words. My, my. Uh, is he? <laughs> this is so tough. Is it, you're giving me nothing to go off the back. It's of. birthday related. It's birthday related. Um, I'll say it's it's actually like he's sort of like I don't know, sad about birthday stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Um, my best birthday so far. Mm. Uh, I just wish I hadn't had so many to celebrate. Okay, pretty good. Uh, except you're wrong. So it's actually pretty bad. I would say it he says, sounds the, close. Sounds the, like Garfield. In the incredibly unfunny punchline, he says, of course, I've forgotten all the other ones. Uh, implying that he's very old, therefore. Yeah. Well, he is very old. This for a cat. For he's special. over 40 years. Yeah, he's very, very old. That's how you do Garfield it out. Doesn't look lost a, again. Doesn't look a day over eight. Not even close. You're terrible at this game. I'm, I don't know why you keep insisting on playing it. Yeah, well, we've got nothing else to do, do we? <laughs> Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Right now, we're joined on the line by a man who's about to shed some light on a mystery that has been plaguing me for the last week yeah. or so, Hado. Got an informant. Yes, a mystery pitcher. I've found in my building, in the stairwell, that I don't think really anyone goes in. Mm. Uh, you can find it at Hit Central Queensland on Facebook, Hit CQ on Instagram. Uh, we received a message there on our Instagram from a man named Wes. He joins us now. Wes, you know who this mystery man is, do you? Well, to be honest, I've seen him in that well a couple of times, and every time I saw it, I decided to figure out who it is, right. and I'd completely forgotten about it. <laughs> and then I saw that post and thought, okay, this is the time to investigate. Sure. Right. So my first port of call was my neighbor, who generally seems to know everything that's happening in the building. Uh-huh. So I sent her a text, and she told me that he was a performer from 20, 30 years ago named, um, what was his name? Uh, Paulie. Paulie. Now, I still couldn't quite understand why a, a, a Paulie would have his picture up in the staircase. <laughs> there's no other art in uh, there, so it's yeah. very random. Yeah, it's like a cinder block exactly. staircase, all concrete, no decoration except this one framed photo of a man playing the guitar. <laughs> so there had to be more to the story, right? Yeah. So I decided that the building manager would be the best person to contact. Of course. I sent him a text and asked him who this man was. Um, he laughed at me and said, why does the picture bother me? <laughs> I said, no, not at all. I'm just really fascinated. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, the story is that he is actually a resident of that building. Right. He was quite a famous singer back in the day. Um, he is the guy who looks after the cleanliness and makes sure that everything's organized and a bit of a holding oh, organizer there. I think I've seen him around. Um, right. Yes. His name is Paul Broom. Mm. He lives there in the unit. He still performs till today in Rocky. Really? He performs to um, retire- retirees, live performer. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's fascinating. And he's also related to the people who built that very building. Oh, the Griffin oh. Builders. he's linked to the... So who, is, did he hang it there himself? Um, I'm not 
entirely clear on that. I think the answer would be yes, but I'm not going <laughs> to speak to his motivation. Because if he does maintenance and stuff, he would just have access to to all the hooks and all the. Yeah. If he was doing it, no one's going to bother him. Like, Absolutely. I mean, your own little hall of fame. Maybe we should all pick the the most famous person from every floor and hang a painting on it. Yes, it. my husband's a doctor. He deserves to go up there. Well, it sort of clears up some of the mystery as to who it is. I hope it was him that rocked. I'll have to ask him next time I see yeah, him. We should try and get him on. I'll find him. I'll so see him. I'll probably see him yeah. today. He'll probably clean around. Wes, thank you so much for shedding some light on that and uh, joining us on the show. We appreciate it, mate. No worries. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. Imagine you got fired for doing your job. Uh, okay. Like, imagine if I just fired you, Hado, because you turned the mics on. Oh. Part of your job, I would have thought. Yeah. Well, sometimes I forget to. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes. That's worth firing you for. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, one Rockhampton woman, she's 25 years old. Her name is Jessica. She has been fired uh, after finishing up at uh, Coles and Stocklands for doing something that, in my opinion, mm. I would have thought was part of your job. Right. right. Doing something that is, I would, you know, part of the everyday. Uh, obviously, a lot of people have been doing... Uh, the supermarket workers have been doing mm. a lot of good work across the coronavirus oh, pandemic. massively. Like, they're very essential workers, it turns out. Uh, putting up with some of the worst that our community has to offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they That's really did. Seen. They really copped it. Um, but she has been fired for a breach of contract. I'd love to read to you what happened. This is coming yeah. out of the morning bulletin. Sure, I'll be the judge. Uh, it, it started as an attempt to stop a woman stealing about $320 worth of groceries. Which I thought... That's a lot of groceries. It's a lot of groceries. I thought, look, don't be a hero. But the way she's done it, according to reports, is very casual. So Jessica has seen someone leaving the store. Mm-hmm. She didn't think the woman had paid for her groceries. She went up and said, hey, so just before you leave, can I see your receipt? Yeah, that's like, that's like a whole duty, isn't it? Isn't, yeah. They have people at the door doing that? I reckon every time like I leave Kmart at Stocklands, they ask to see my receipt. At Kmart, that's the thing, yeah. I've seen it everywhere. Because for some reason, in Kmart, they have the like, like the uh, checkouts in the middle of the store. Insane. Yeah. Anyway. That's another story for another day. <laughs> yeah. um, but she said to this woman, hey, can I see your receipt, please? Just you know, call me overly uh, overly precautious. Yeah. just want to see your receipt. The woman uh, has instead um, pulled the trolley away, done a bit of, no, you can't, and has attempted to punch her. Oh, my God. Attempted okay. to punch Jessica, just for asking to see the receipt. Yep. Um, and Actions then, of, a, of an innocent person, I reckon. I think she did pay for her groceries. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the inkling I'm getting. If you're in court, you would say, hey, look, I'm no, I'm no behavioural analyst, mm. but things don't look good for this lady. Yeah. Um, but then Coles have said that, yeah, this is actually, they've, they've apparently suspended her and then what? upon further investigation uh, had her seven-year employment terminated. Seven years she worked there? Yeah, because it's a breach of company, company policy uh, around the expectations of handling aggressive customers. But she didn't do anything. She asked for the receipt and yeah. then... That's what I thought. It's like she's not aggressive. She wasn't aggressive when she asked for the receipt. Yeah. It's right. Like, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, is, there, is there more to the story that we don't know about? Oh, or look, maybe there... it hasn't come out, but I just it seems like she's gone up to a lady, goes, "How can I, see, can I see your receipt, please? Yeah. It's like the classic thing. You know how in high school when you used to, if you went to like a supermarket, mm. like after school, before school, whatever, they go, oh, can I see in your bag? Yeah. 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 Yes. It's the same thing. It's just like making sure we're just doing, it's just part of their job, I would have thought. Yeah, that's Supposedly, nuts. there's um part of the contract that says that it prohibits you from chasing, touching, or handling a person. <laughs> Did she chase her? Well, I, she approached a woman that was like leaving the store. Oh, maybe she was already out of the store, like grounds or whatever. So they've got her on a technicality. Right, maybe that's what it was. Okay. In my head, it's not like a, vi- like a police chase, though. Yeah. Like, do you think she's got, like, a taser in her hand? <laughs> she's running, you know, like the escalators? Man, if she did that, she should have got a promotion, you know? That's a, that's a worthy of a promotion for sure. 
Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Nick, uh, TikTok uh, users and fans of Korean pop music have, well, they're starting to take down the President of the United States. Huge call. It is, but it's happening. Pretty good uh, thing to chuck on the resume as a teenager, uh, working at, applying for Maccas. So Took out Trump. Quick uh, internet lesson, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> so right. K-pop, Korean pop, it's, it's this kind of music. Oh, yeah. Got a huge online following, right? We should start playing that. And the online following is just insanely tight-knit. Like, oh. they just love each other. They love Korean pop music, and they're just like a unit. These guys just band together and do anything. The most passionate fan base... You'd say. Yeah, 100%. By far. And they're all like sort of 16-year-old girls and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're, they're a good person to have on your side. They, they are. I say this all the time. But because they, they buy... <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounded so weird. No, but if you're a musician, because they buy all your merch, they go to all yeah. your shows, like they're the best kind of fans. And they're like, they're passionate about it. I agree. Anyway, so they're also anti-Donald Trump. <laughs> so Hey, it's a good quality to have. Uh, Trump, he had a rally. It's his first rally for the campaign trail mm. uh, over the weekend. To get re-elected. And the K-pop stands and the uh, the people who love TikTok and all the teenagers on the internet were like, ah, let's mess with it. <laughs> because they, uh, for Donald Trump's rally, you could register your interest to come. Like, just say if you're going to be there or not. It's oh, a free right. rally because it's a political thing. You don't have to buy tickets, I don't think. Sure, sure. Uh, and so over a million people registered to show up to this rally. So it's like you click going on the Facebook event, more or less. <laughs> yeah, And he's like, oh, thousands are going to come. Oh, millions. He, there was over a million. Like, it was a record-breaking attendance wow. prediction. He would have been Trump. bloody he stoked. So, so stoked. He was so chuffed with himself. Yeah. Um, Probably going to have to double up on security here, yep, fellas. Yep. Uh, they, yeah, obviously very excited. They had a, a capacity of 19,000 people, like a little stadium. Mm. Um, <laughs> the stadium did not end up being... Even half full. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no, I don't, I can't find an official number of how many people went there, but it was a 19,000 capacity venue sure. and it looked very empty. It looked, it looked half empty. And I've heard that if a stadium looks half empty, it's probably uh-huh. about a quarter full, like because people are standing in the stuff. I don't know. It's mm. not as packed as it could be and stuff. So apparently, uh, yeah. Pretty empty. Real low turnout for, mm. uh, for the rally. Like Which a is Broncos not. home game. Just no one there. <laughs> no one cares. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6 a.m. on his.